world's on fire, our culture is disintegrating. Hey, pass the salt. It's time. It's time. Hey, you, pass the salt. And you know why it's disintegrating? Because we're jellyfish. Hey, pass the salt, will you? Pass the salt. Pass the salt, amigo. It's time. It's time. I think they could give us a new name. I believe we are Evan Jellyfish. Hey, will you pass the salt? Pass the salt. We need salt over here. It's time for Pass the Salt. Pass but we like to share the gospel without any backbone to it, see? The views, opinions, and seemingly outrageous <gasps> comments expressed in this program are based on the Holy Spirit leading of a man called Coach. i got to ask you this out there, Christian America. It's time for Pass the Salt with a Coach, Dave Daubenmeyer. So i got to confess to you that I woke up this morning with a little bit of a bounce in my step. Don't really know why. I slept really, really deeply last night. Uh, but joy cometh in the morning. Isn't that what the Bible says? And no matter what, Amen. no matter what, uh, no matter where I look, I'm sorry, I see light. I see, I, I don't see darkness. I see darkness being exposed as the light begins to shine. And it goes against so many, so much of our theology that it's only going to get worse and worse and worse and worse. And I still say it's getting better. Now, it doesn't look like it's getting better. It's getting better. Because we've got some real promises that we can stand on. And I'm going to try to dive into some of those here this morning before I get rolling too deep here. John Brockoff's having heart surgery today. Probably pretty serious heart surgery. And I think it's like at 10 o'clock today. So... Make sure that uh, you guys uh, pray for John. In fact, Lord, we just ask you right now that you touch the surgeon's hands, and when he comes out of there, he's going to be better than when he went in. We thank you for his life. We thank you for his willingness to lay it down, protect those little babies. And for the 2,477 days he spent in federal lockup, Lord, that you got a crown waiting for him. So touch him and heal him now, in Jesus' name. Amen, amen. Boy, I got, boy, I got lost. Hey, hey, look. Uh, September 23rd, okay? September 23rd. Pull those first one up there. I, I locked yesterday in this presentation we're going to do on the 23rd. Uh, I locked up volunteer precious metals. This, the, 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 I checked this guy out pretty good. In fact, uh, Ross at uh, um, Survival 401k said he's the best, most honest guy that, in the entire business. So he's going to join us and make an hour presentation for you on metals. Beyond gold, beyond silver, why, yeah, how, do, blah, blah. So he's going to present for us as well on the 23rd. Uh, 401, five, survival 401k, pull that up there. I'm still putting this together, okay? We don't have it. I'm just trying to get you guys to put it on your calendar. Survival 401k, how you can take your retirement money Pull it out and control it yourself. You can go buy gold. You can go buy property. You can buy crypto. You can buy whatever you want to. This is what they do at Survival 401k. So those most of us listening here right now, we're old folk, aren't we? Most of us are old folk. And so uh, we don't really know what to do. We're used to a system where you put money in the bank and a CD, and then you get interest back and just kind of multiply. But even worse than that, we give our money to somebody else who invests all that for us. And so Ross Powell teaches not to do that anymore. You can do it yourself by land and, and you with me. So these are two of the presentations that we're going to have. We're going to have three of them on the 23rd. Uh, it's going to be $30. Yes, I got to cover our expenses. It costs us to do it, but you can, we're going to give you the, the access to it for, you know, like, like usual, you can purchase the stream. You can be part of it live and then you have it for later. You can invite friends over. You can show them with it. You can do whatever you want to with it. Once, once you have that thing, and that's going to be on the 23rd. We're going to start it at noon on September 23rd. Okay. We're going to do that. And then, um, uh, what was I having going to have you pull up? I don't know. It doesn't matter. So please put, mark, mark that down because we're going to give you an expert at all. The other one's going to be on uh, a presentation on will, how to avoid probate, how to, how to make sure that your money gets to the people that you want it to get to and not to some lawyers or some family members fighting over who gets what and all, all that kind of stuff. So we're doing those three things on the 23rd. And if you can't watch all of it live, that's okay. Watch the first second segment. 
And then if you purchase it, you can come back later on. You can watch the second segment and come back later and watch the third. But if you want to ask questions, which will be part of it, then you have to you have to be in there and live. Okay, cool. Mel's got your hand up. Must be important. Go, Mel. Hey, I just wanted to make a, a few announcements here. So, Jonathan, under the if you scroll down a little bit, we are finishing up the action this month to be a lawful witness. So, um, if you have participated in that, you know, make sure to make comments in the um, in the chat below. It's the first one there. Be a lawful witness. And then the other thing I wanted to mention this morning, um, Jonathan, if you would go to events at the top navigation bar, um, I guess I'll go there too. There's a couple of things coming up I want to draw your attention to. The first one is on um, September 13th, there is a wild rally for equal protection that's being put on by End Abortion Ohio. That's going to be at the State House on September 13th from 11 to 3. And then for the ladies um, in October, um, it's time to go ahead and register. If you're interested in going to this on October 14th, the ladies retreat at Piedmont Lake at Camp Presmont. So thanks, Coach. Thank you. Appreciate everything that's going on. You know, I, I just did my newsletter, just did it yesterday. And I don't, uh, uh, it hadn't gone out yet, but I wrote, wrote the newsletter yesterday. And I just, I was, I didn't put all of it in the newsletter. But if I were to, if I were to show some fruit from what, I had a, I had a guy, I uh, sent the last newsletter and I can't remember what I put into it. And he emailed me, says, well, why don't you tell us some important stuff? It's really gone. It just kind of really pissed me off, to be honest with you. But any, anyway, I was thinking yesterday, I'm going to make a newsletter of all these projects we got going on. And I don't have enough. I couldn't do it. There are so many things that are going on. Good things. The fruit of what we're doing here. Right. And we, we don't even really know how to measure them. And we're in the process of tearing down and rebuilding. And the, top, the hardest part of any, anybody out there that's a builder would know that the most difficult part of any reconstruction is deconstruction. That's the hardest part. To go in and tear out plot walls, tear out drywall, break up. Anybody know what I'm talking about? We are, in, we are right now in the midst of, we're in a demolition process right now with everything that's going on around us. We are trying to tear things down in order to rebuild. And it's tough and it doesn't always show up and it doesn't, you know, <clears throat> uh, you, you can go put in a day's labor and come home and say, man, I did it. Did we get anything out of that? Sometimes you really don't know, do you? Sometimes you really don't know. And I just want to, again, tip my cap. There's a lot of really, really good stuff going on out there. And I'm sorry that I can't come along and feature each of you, one of you a day and everything that you got going on. Just plow your row, man. Just because why? Here's a song I looked for this morning. I couldn't find it. Because I wanted to find the lyrics to it. Because this is <clears throat> this is my heart. That when I was in that old Pentecost, when I not Pentecostal, charismatic, when I was a charismaniac a few years ago. When when I was when I didn't realize it that religion, if we have to be careful, can become emotionalism. Yeah, anybody, anybody with me? You have to be very, very careful. Because it's easy for charismania, which charismania means the gifts of the spirit. It's very easy for those to flop into nothing more than emotionalism. Dancing around, waving flags, having uh, actually being a, no good at all, really, really. And I believe in the gifts of the Holy Spirit. I believe in the baptism of the Holy Spirit. Why? Because it happened to me. I, I believe in it. But at the same time, I realize that much of charismania has wallowed into something that's not totally Christian. It's it's just it's just not it's just not. It's just not. But still inside of me is the roots of that charismania that uh, God's in control. And that God is moved by the praise of his people, not by the complaints. The complaints of God's people do not move his heart, folks. The complaints of God's people motivate the devil. Do you understand it? You understand where I'm coming from? And uh, the idea, people, I hear people say, well, coach, it's okay because we win in the end. See, they don't really believe that because if they really believed that, they would be working hard to win right now. And they're not working hard. They are in survival mode because why? They don't really believe that God is going to win right in front of us where we see it. Our eyes are going to behold 
the magnificent majesty and power of Almighty God. We are going to see it. And you can do whatever you want to. You will not shake me off of that. You can go down your dispensational trail all you want to. And seven reasons why there's seven days left before the seven famines fall upon the seven people. You can do that till your teeth fall out and it isn't going to move me. Because why? Because the song I was looking for is this. I've got a feeling everything's going to be all right. I've got a feeling everything's going to be all right. I've got a feeling everything's going to be all right. Be all right. Be all right. Be all right. What? Yeah, I got a feel. I wish I could find it. Maybe you can look for it, John. Look for it. I got a feel and everything's going to be all right. Do you guys have that feeling? No, because we wallow in misery and everything going wrong. Do you have any idea? Do you have any idea of what's being revealed right in front of us? Like it's never, ever. Can I, can I throw you? Can I show you right now? A 30-second clip, it's going to blow your mind because it blew my mind. Where is it, John? I showed this to Michelle just before I came down. Folks, nothing hidden. It says jets. Wow, John, nothing hidden that will not be revealed. Nothing hidden. Okay, now look, I want you to watch this, okay? About 30 seconds. This is Maui, and I want you to watch the direct energy weapons being shot over Maui, especially the first 30 seconds, a plane's going to fly in and you're going to see the plane going poof, 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 poof as he flies. 30s, nothing hidden that will not be revealed. Now, here's what's going on, see. The Luciferians who are in control, they don't want us to see this. But see, this is citizen journalists. These are people who just walked out and started filming what was going on. They didn't know what they were seeing. They knew there was a storm coming. So whoever took this video, they went out. They were taking pictures of the storm coming. And folks, watch. Just watch. 30 seconds. Go ahead. Here comes the plane up in the sky. See it? Watch. Are you starting to connect you the dots it. yet? You got it. You see what's going on, right? So look, here's the, here's what I'm saying. We can look at that and say, boy, things are really getting bad. Or we can say, wow, they're getting caught. <laughs> they're getting caught. See? Amen, coach. Nothing hidden that will not be revealed. You know, right now in Maui, there's a, there's a uh, what's the word? There's an information lockdown. You know, they're not allowed any TV camera. They're not allowed. Do you know that they've actually built a wall around part of Maui that people can't, can't get in and take pictures of what really happened? Why? Because what we've been seeing is revealing what's going on. I got a feeling everything's going to be all right. I got a feeling. Why? Can I tell you why? Okay, sure. I'll tell you why. Because look, don't ever forget this. Pull up for me, uh, B. Pull B up there. Huh? Huh? Oh, yeah. God, God's just. God loves justice. God loves judgment and justice. Now, I want you to think what the devil's told us. The devil's told us not to judge, not to judge, not to judge. But the Bible says God loves judgment. He loves it. You think I'm kidding? Scroll down. There it is. Here are verses about, I said to myself, God will bring judgment into judgment, both the righteous and the wicked, for there will be a time for every activity and a time to judge every deed. Judgment's coming, boys and girls, for we know him who said, it is mine to avenge, I will repay. And again, the Lord will judge his Hey, folks, that's good news. Hey, hey, because judgment has a negative connotation. No, no, you can be judged the winner. He's going to judge his people. He's going to judge you champion. He's going to judge you as overcoming. He's going to judge you as the victor. Do you understand? Do you understand that judgment falls on the wicked and it exalts the righteous? Oh, my goodness. When justice is done, it brings joy to the righteous, but terror to the evil doers. Justice is come. I got a feeling everything's going to be all right. Whoever says to the guilty, you are innocent, will be cursed. What? Whoever says to the guilty, you are innocent, will be cursed. But it will go well with those who convict the guilty. And rich blessings will fall upon them. Somebody say amen. Somebody amen. Say amen, huh? Amen. Sorry if I'm walking all over your doom and gloom. 
Evildoers do not understand what is right, but those who seek the Lord understand it fully. Proverbs 28, 5. You have heard it said, eye for an eye and tooth for a tooth. I tell you, do not resist an evil person. If anyone slaps you on the right cheek, turn to him the other. Meaning, don't get into personal assaults, personal back and forth. It ain't about you, but let justice roll like a river, righteousness like a never failing stream. The Lord loves justice. Turn from evil and do good. Then you will dwell in the land forever. For the Lord loves the just and will not forsake his faithful ones. Wrongdoers will be completely destroyed. The offspring of the wicked will perish. The righteous will inherit the land and dwell in it forever. I thought we're getting out of here. I thought we're getting out of here. Do not take revenge, my dear friends, but leave room for God's wrath. <laughs> for it's written, it is mine to avenge. I'm going to, I'll, I'll get even for y'all. I'm going to repay him. Keep going, huh? Oh, I'm sorry. If, I'm sorry if this hurts your negative theology. Yet the Lord longs to be gracious to you. Therefore, he will rise up to show you compassion for the Lord is God of justice. And blessed are all who wait for him. People of Zion who live in Jerusalem, you will weep no more. How gracious he will be when you cry for help. As soon as he hears, he's going to answer you. Mumbo jumbo, wine and dine. Oh, he has shown you, oh mortal, what is good and what does the Lord require of you? Tracy, act justly. Love mercy. Walk humbly with your Lord. There's a reward in it, folks. We're going over. We're not going under. Sorry. I'm sorry. But the Lord loves justice. Mm. I hate robbery and wrongdoing in my faithfulness. I will reward my people and make an everlasting covenant with them. Their descendants will be known among the nations and their offspring among the peoples. All who see them will acknowledge that they are the people the Lord blessed. That's us. That's us. That's me. That's me. Right? Okay. I'm going. To, you can read it for yourself. Put it in the chat. You can put it in the chat. This idea of doom and gloom falling apart. See. That is nothing more than reverse faith. No, wait, no, no, it didn't. No, it's faith in the wrong thing. It's faith in the wrong thing. We're stuck in that. Okay, I'm going to show you a couple. I got, I got some. I got a lot going through me today. Bear with me, all right. Bear with me. I'm going to show you some things that just absolutely blew my mind about uh, what's going on. I don't know if you guys saw this. Um, some pro-lifers were just found guilty. I'm going to show you some wickedness that the Lord's going to judge, and we're going to see it. Pull up number six for me. Pull up number six. Uh, Five or six pro-lifers were found guilty uh, yesterday in uh, D.C. Here they are for face violations. You know what face is, right? Federal access to clinic entrance act violations. These people were found guilty and immediately arrested and taken. Arrested. Now, I want to show you wickedness, okay? I want to show you wickedness. We're going to win. We're winning. Okay? Uh, we're winning. So these guys were all taken. And go, but I want to show you something. The judge would not allow this video as exculpatory evidence in the trial. They wanted, they said they were rescuing children in the abortion clinic. That's why they were there. God had called them to rescue children. And they wanted to present as part of their defense this video of a late-term abortionist taken. Now, hang on. I'm not going to show it all. And the judge said, called this video hearsay evidence and did not let it be permitted in the trial. Are you, are you sitting down? Um, this is some this is pretty graphic stuff. Go ahead, Johnny. Nick, put it at 1.5. You put it to 1.5, that'll, that'll help us a little bit. Okay, so has it ever... Has so this is an under... Look, stop a minute. This is an undercover camera. This is an abortion. It's right here. Stop it, John. Freeze it. This is an abortionist right here. Undercover video catching this abortionist. Now, what he's saying is at the top of the screen, okay? Start this again, John. Hey, remember, the Lord loves justice. Justice coming. Okay. What happens when a baby survives an abortion? They would not let this in court. No. It's too early to survive usually. It will expire shortly after birth. It's all in, in how vigorously you do things to help a fetus survive at this point. You would not help it. 
Under the Federal Born Alive Infants Protection Act, any child born in the United States, including a survivor of a failed abortion attempt, is guaranteed the full rights and legal protections of citizenship and entitled to life-saving medical care. So they go into the interview this abortionist, some girl acting like she's going to have an abortion. She's going to go in, she's going to talk to the abortionist, and he's going to explain to her what happens if the baby is born alive. If somehow the baby gets birth, what is it? He's required by law to do everything possible to save the baby, okay? That's what he's required by law to do. And asked her what he would do if her child survived the late-term abortion procedure. Will the abortionist fulfill his legal responsibility to sustain the life of the baby if it's survived? Slow down. Go back to regular speed. This is worth seeing. It's the late-term abortion. Hopefully we'll get the pregnancy out intact. Hopefully we'll get the pregnancy out intact, but it doesn't uh, always happen that way. Cord first, wait for the baby to expire, and then we do it that way. So hopefully the, 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 uh, the fetus will expire first. The fetus will expire first, and then we'll do the termination. And then kill the baby. The baby. Uh, the baby right now. Twenty-five weeks. What size your fist? Four twenty-five weeks. Okay. So it's, it's pretty, like, is it like? It's about as, it's about as, uh, the size of your, your hand. Okay, we're not going to watch all this because yeah, I'm just full of imagery. Put this yeah, in the chat. Let me let me tell you what he says at the end. He says uh, he's required. If a baby, she asked this question. If I come in for the abortion and my baby somehow is birthed, in other words, uh, the contractions begin and the baby gets birthed alive i don't want the baby she's acting right i don't want the baby what what are we gonna what do we do then uh, do i have to take that baby home with him what do i do and he says uh nah, there's a way to provide medical care without really trying to save the baby's life she said can you promise me can you promise me i won't have to take that baby home yeah yeah i can promise you folks this is freaking murder and violation of the law now hang on the judge would not allow this entered into evidence, saying it was hearsay. We live in we live in wicked, wicked time. You understand, friends? You understand what we're dealing with? Hang on, I'm not done. So scroll on down because I'm going to curl your toes a little bit more here today. Keep on going. Keep on going. Keep on going. Oh, where is it? May it go? Where is it? Where is it? Where is it? Where? Is it? Uh, no. Partial. No. Where is that video? Lord, where is it? Go to, are you on number six? Are you on number six? Oh, sorry. Thank God I hate it when this happens. I'm a perfectionist in some ways. Somebody had their hand up. I'm trying to find it. I'm trying to find. Go ahead, Kevin. Why I look for what I'm looking for here. So, um, as far as I can tell, this is the same abortuary that they were that they were involved with being out in front of. Correct. That's right. That's exactly yeah. right. So, so this is the abortionist caught on, you know, caught on camera, you know, on on, on secret film, and so she's saying, "Oh, that's hearsay." I just, I can't. I guess what hit me was this is actually the abortionist that they that they were protesting in a sense or trying to save kids from in dc and the judge would not allow the video of him actually being caught on film it's just it's it, it it's just amazing it's, it is just amazing and i can't believe that this great video that i have i can't find because listen folks the devil is after the seed you understand that the devil's after the seed that's what's going on can't say it over and over and over and over and over that's why you can get wicked luciferian judges to be able to do what they, what they do. I can't believe that video that I, I, I'm going to find it here. I'm going to find it. Stay with me a second. <clears throat> Pull up uh, Dr. Ken Hoven for me. Number one. I'm going to show you a series of vids here real quick. I want you to see it. Number one, John. <clears throat> this is Satan's big plan for, uh, this is probably 10 years old. Probably. I don't know when. Dr. Ken Oven telling us what we saw in Maui is their plan. Remember we talked yesterday about what? Hmm? Go ahead and play. Satan wants to kill every human on the planet. 
And some of his followers and helpers down here are working at that goal right now. Charles Wooster said, People are the cause of all the problems. We need to get rid of some of them. Bill Clinton signed the Biodiversity Treaty that said we should reduce the population of the earth to one billion. They've already got the earth divided up into segments. Red areas are for animals only. No humans allowed. Now, it hasn't been enforced yet, but it's been passed. Peter Singer favors abortions after the kid's born. Give the parent 28 days to decide if they want to keep it. I wouldn't be here. My parents would have killed me many times growing up. <laughs> Some of you would have killed your kids too, right? Peter Singer said, Christianity is our foe. If animal rights is to succeed, we must destroy the Judeo-Christian religious tradition. Do animals have more rights than humans? Ted, or Alan Gregg said, the world has cancer, the cancer is man. Prince Philip, the husband of Queen Elizabeth, said, if I could be reincarnated, I would wish to return to earth as a killer virus to lower human population. Nice guy, Phil. Monsanto Corporation has been very busy trying to make a lot of money off of genetically modified foods. 70% of the processed foods that you eat come from genetically modified foods. They've been banned in Europe. They won't eat them. The United Nations believes food is power and they're going to use it to control behavior. Go outside of Atlanta, Georgia to the town of Elberton. Drive north seven or eight miles and you see way off in the middle of no place, middle of just big old field, you see these rocks sticking up out of the ground. As you drive up to them, you see, man, this is a man-made object, like Stonehenge. It has the Ten Commandments for the New World Order in 12 languages. Not Commandment anymore. number one, maintain humanity under a half billion. There's already six billion. How are they going to maintain it under a half billion? Oh, they've got big plans to reduce the population. One of them involves chemtrails. How many have ever seen these things? They're spraying them out of airplanes all over the place. Have they sprayed your area here, Wisconsin, with chemtrails? This isn't contrails. This isn't coming out of the uh, engine. Okay, They're spraying chemicals all over the United States. What for? Well, they want to reduce the population. This will sure do it because the stuff they're spraying is going to do exactly that. Just check it out on the internet. Just go to, go to Google, internet search, and type in chemtrails, chemical trails. Just read it for yourself. You won't believe the stuff they're spraying over your city. The purpose is a long-term purpose to reduce the population of the world. Cover more on that in our college class. Satan hates humanity. He wants to reduce the population to a half billion. That's what he's telling these people. They don't know it, but Ted Turner and these guys, are gonna, they're being used by Satan to get the population down to a half billion, and then he wants to kill them. Satan's plan is zero. So which part of it is disqualifies these people as Christians? Satan wants to kill. Is it that they are opposed to abortion or they supported Trump or both? Help me understand your thinking. The standalone one. Pull that up. Brand new one I just sent you. This is the one I was looking for. Folks, you want to talk about diabolical ghouls. I want you to watch this. This is an abortion doctor under deposition. And listen to this ghoul. He is of his father, the devil. And the works of his father he will do. Because why? There is an attack by the devil on the seed of the woman. Come on, man. Open your eyes, church. Uh, this might make some of you sick. Go ahead and play it. Dr. Plotnick, I think his name. Dr. Stanley Plotnick. In your work related to vaccines... Uh, how many fetuses have been part of that work? My own personal work, too. I'm going to hand you what's been marked Plaintiff's Exhibit 41. Okay. Are you familiar with this article, Dr. Plotkin? Yes. Are you listed as an author on this article? Yes. Okay. Why are we frozen here? This study took place at the Wistar Institute, correct? Yes. You were at the Wistar Institute, correct? Yes. How many fetuses were used in the study described in this article? Uh, quite a few. So this study involved 74 fetuses, correct? Oh, I don't remember exactly how many. Turn to page 12.
all of the study. Yeah, 76. 76. Johnny. I don't know if you guys are picking this up or not. Stanley Plotkin, world's leading authority on vaccines. He's not an authority on abortion. He's an authority on vaccines. Keep going, John. Mm -hmm. And uh, these fetuses uh, were all three months or older when aborted, correct? Yes. Okay. And these were all normally developed fetuses, correct? Yes. What organs did you harvest from these fetuses? Well, I didn't personally harvest any, but uh, a, a whole range of uh, tissues were harvested um, by uh, co-workers. Okay. And these pieces were then cut up into little pieces, right? Yes. And they were cultured? Yes. Okay. Um, some of the pieces of the fetuses were pituitary gland that were, that were chopped up into pieces to, mm -hmm. okay, included the lung of the fetuses? Yes. Okay, included the skin? Yes. Kidney? Yes. Spleen? Yes. Heart? Y yes. And tongue? <laughs> uh, yeah. I don't recall, but the, probably yes. Um, so, uh, I, I just want to make sure I understand. In, in, in your entire career, and this was just one study, so I'm going to ask, I'm going to ask you again. In your t entire career, how many fetuses have you worked with? Um, well, I don't remember the exact number, but uh, quite a few when we were studying them uh, originally before we decided to use them to make vaccines. Hang on a second. Hang on a second. First of all, why aren't they calling these things babies? Why are they calling them fetuses? The interviewer. Why isn't, why isn't he, right? And he's going to show you, folks, that they are harvesting these babies for vaccines. And keep going. Come on. Hey, wait. Hey, it's just a blob of tissue, right? Just a blob of tissue. But it has a tongue and a spleen and kidneys, right? Right? Keep going. Do you have any sense? I mean, this one study had 76. How many other studies did you have that you used aborted fetuses for? Oh, I, I don't remember how many. You're, you're aware, are you aware that the one of the... Uh, Objections to vaccination by the plaintiff in this case is the inclusion of aborted fetal tissue in the development of vaccines and the fact that it's actually part of the ingredients of vaccines? Yeah, I'm aware of those objections. The okay. uh, Catholic Church has actually issued a document on that which says that individuals who need the vaccine should receive the vaccines regardless okay, hang on a minute. of the fact. Okay, I missed this. He's trying to defend himself. He says the Catholic Church is in agreement with using aborted babies for vaccines if it helps living people. That's what he's, that's the argument he's making here, friends. He's trying to say, see, even religion thinks it's okay. So he's saying the Catholic Church is okay with taking aborted fetuses, creating vaccine, and keeping born people alive. That's what he just said. Go ahead. And that, uh, that uh, I think it implies that I am the individual who will go to hell because of the use of aborted tissues, which you, I am glad do you know, to do. Okay. Do you know if the mother is Catholic? I have no idea. Okay. Do you take issue with religious beliefs? Yes. Uh, you've said that, quote, vaccination is always under attack by religious zealots who believe that the will of God includes death and disease? Yes. You stand by that statement? I absolutely do. Okay. Are you an atheist? Yes. Boom! Boom! Right? So you understand, folks, that what we see going on is that the devil's team, because the church has pulled back, the devil's team has infiltrated every area of authority. Every area of authority. Atheism is the religion. Atheism is. Not Christianity. We're zealots, right? And so we see the battle of the two seeds playing right out in front of us. And what did the Lord say was going to happen? What did we just read? What's going to happen? Huh? What's going to happen? Well, we're going to see ju judgment, justice. We're going to see it. Hey, we're going to see it. Maybe not in my lifetime. 
Has it ever dawned on anybody? I wrote this down today. Has it ever dawned on any of you out there that maybe for those people who think that we're in the end times, and I'm not arguing that one way or another, could this be the seven years that all this hell is being poured out on us? Could Rather than us waiting for it to come, could we already be in the midst of it? Can you believe the evil that's going on around us? Hey, Jonathan, see how quick you're on the switch. Go back to that video of Maui and folks, undeniable proof. Watch this video and you tell me that something isn't going on in the clouds. Now, I want you to watch before it begins. These flashes. You want me to think those are lightning? You think that's lightning? You think that's lightning? Go ahead, play it, John. Lightning? Diabolical, friends. Diabolical. Diablos. Johnny, pull up Webster. Diablos. Diablos. That's, I don't know much Spanish, but I know that one. Diablos. No? Diabolical. Try that one. Diabolical. Diablos. Diabolical is what? Diabolical. The devil. Pertaining to the devil. Diablos, henceforth extremely malicious, impious, atrocious, nefarious, outrageously wicked, partaking of any quality ascribed to the devil as a diabolical temple, a diabolical scheme. Or actually, are you with me? Are you are you are you paddling with me yet? Do you understand what we're dealing with? Do you understand what's going on around? Huh? Oh, I gotta show you another real quick. I'm sorry. Hey, go to uh, go to our dear friend uh, Johnny. I'm look. I'm I'm sorry. <laughs> I feel this stuff so deeply, man. I just I'm sorry. John, pull up uh, uh, Victor David Hansen, number three, number three. Republicans. Hey, folks. Republicans are phony. Play this at 1.5 speed. I want you to listen to what Victor Davis Hansen says about the Republican Party. By the way, Welcome back, America. Victor Davis. Our team, our team, if we can just get our team in control, because the answers to our problems are not political. It's not Republican, Democrat. It's none of that, folks. It's the body of Christ. Always has been, always will be the body of Christ rising up, dare I say it, in justice and judgment. It's the job of the church. And everybody everywhere in Christianity is telling you, don't judge. Don't judge. Don't judge. Hey, we're Christians. Don't judge. Yet God says, judge. I love judgment. Please judge. So here's what, here's what the Republicans are doing. Here's, here's Hansen, Republicans. More and more as a Republic. Are we going through the motions? Yeah, I think the Democrats uh, assume that the Republican conservative movement wants to lose nobly and that they can win ugly. And that's just the conditions. Stop they that. got very used to that. Republicans want to lose nobly. They're not interested in winning. They just, want to, they just want to look good losing. Go ahead. Mark, with, I mean, we haven't won 51% of the popular vote since uh, George H.W. Bush did it in 1988. And that was only because of a figure named Lee Outwater who said, I'm not going to play by the Marcus of Queensbury rules. And after he destroyed Mike Dukakis, they said, we're never going to do that again. So we got Bob Dole and Mitt Romney and John McCain until we had Trump. But they assumed that that they're so morally superior, the left feels about itself, that any means necessary or justifiable because they're going to lead to this utopia of equality of result. And the Republicans, because they're morally inferior, then they have to play by a different set of rules. And unfortunately, a lot of Republicans buy into that, and they think, I want to be liked, I want my books reviewed, I want to speak, I want to be known, I want to be liked. And uh, they empower that, they appease it, and uh, they enable it. And it's, finally, people are going to have to say, call me any name you want, say anything you want about me, but you're not going to tell me how I have to behave, and you're not going to destroy the Bill of Rights. I have a, I have a right to free expression, and I'm going to use it. And when we, we hit that point, I think we're very near that a lot of conservatives are saying, you know what, it, we either speak out, and when we speak out forcibly, or we're going to lose our rights under the Constitution. Okay, These you people can stop are not right Democrats, there. Mark. Look, 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 look. Wish I had my shirt for you right now. I'm looking around through that and grab one. Conservatism's pretend salt. That, that's how they've got us, folks. They have forced us, the body of Christ, the all-powerful 
force in the universe to change our name from Christian to conservative. It's more easier to sell that way. I'm conservative. I'll meet you, I'll reach across the aisle because I'm conservative and I compromise and I don't want any conflict. You know why they hated Trump? Because he wasn't. He was a, like, love him or not, he was a table flipper over. They hated it. Because why? Both teams are headed towards the same goal. They are of their <clears throat> You Folks, you cannot be, there is no fence in this war. If you are not fully serving Jesus, you are serving your father, the devil. You understand that? You understand that? All power has been given up to him. If you're putting power any place else, you're serving, you're not serving him. <clears throat> I got a feeling everything's going to be all right. I got a feeling everything's going to be all right. I got a feeling things going to be all right, be all right, be all right, be all right. The Holy Ghost told me everything's going to be all right. Holy Ghost told me everything's going to be all right. Holy Ghost told me things going to be all right, be all right, be all right, be all right. That's that's what I think. It's going to be ugly as hell. It's going to be all right. Somebody come on in here. Go ahead, Myra. I'm done for the, I'm not done. I'm going to. I'll let you come in for a minute. Thank you, Holy Spirit, for leading us in all truth. And in regard to healing, we have to see it in order to heal. And uh, in regard to uh, the table flipping over, uh, Matthew 16, 26 <laughs> through 27. That is Matthew 16, 26 through 27. For what is a man profited if he shall gain the whole world and lose his own soul? Or what shall a man give in exchange for his soul? For the Son of Man shall come in the glory of his Father with his angels, and then he shall reward every man according to his works. Hallelujah. Now, for the Son of Man is going to show up, I thought we were going to him. <clears throat> the glory of his Father with his angels. And he's going to reward every man? Wait a minute. <clears throat> going to reward him for what? Their works. This is this is anti-biblical. We're not supposed to do works. We're not supposed to. Who wrote this? What liar wrote this? We're not going to be judged by our works. We're going to go there by grace, through faith. Huh? They've been lying to us, folks. Paul said, show me your faith." Show me your work. He got it backward. He said, and I'll show you my faith by my works. Works are evidence of faith. Works are evidence of faith. And what have they told you? You can't work your way into heaven. I'm not trying to work my way into heaven. I'm going to heaven by grace through faith. But when I get there, I want to be carrying a whole bucket of works with me. <laughs> I want to be able to dump something at his feet that I did while I was here. The exact opposite message that the American church is taking. Right. Nobody wants to say anything? Are you spellbound? What? Nobody? Go ahead, George. You had your hand up. Go ahead. I was just going to say, can you please put that Dr. Stanley in there that, that wants to, the vaccine guy. Don't ever forget this. When the yeah. show is over, every link we used is on the homepage under, under the every, we'll put it in the chat. Okay. If you Sorry. ever see, where was that thing? Go Thank to Coach you. Dave Live, click on today's show, and all the links are underneath there. We'll I know you told me that before. Yeah. I'm sorry. All right. All right. I'm, I'm not talking to you, George. I'm talking to everybody because if you have the question, then others have it as well. Roger. Well, I, I think what most people want to dump are mercy ministry dumpings. Um, I think most people are going to have a lot to dump. It's going to be the turkey at Thanksgiving. Yep. It's going to be the, the tithe and the deacons doing this or paying Sally's rent. So I think a lot of people, but that's it. They will have mercy ministry they dumpings. They feel good. Yeah, yeah. Yep. And uh, again, again. Yep. It's balance. It's balance. We have no balance in scripture. Yeah. Um, 
We just have the love ministry, the mercy ministry, and then once a year we have the abortion ministry. And that's about it. That's about it. That's about it. That's about it. And many pastors telling you, hey, many of your pastors out there telling you to stay away from me. (laughs) You stay away from him. (laughs) He'll get you in trouble. Uh, no, no, you stay right here with us. We'll keep you safe. You know, Dave, uh, when you were up at the men's group a couple of weeks ago, I think you experienced that. You, yep. I think the men were solidly listening, very interested, um, really, you know, and then that, that associate pastor or whatever kind of dampened it just a yep. little bit. Yep, yep, uh, yep, yep. And uh, it was a good group of men. I, I think Glenn has a good group of men up. They were interested. They were, they were listening intently and quite frankly the right follow-up person could have taken them to the next level because roger they're smart enough to know something's wrong yeah right? yeah they know something's wrong uh, that that group that day or maybe could easily go to the next step of a more active group you know what i'm saying amen, amen. that's what we're and, doing uh, that's what we're doing this saturday if you want to go want to be part of it folks out there let me know let me know Clay, yeah they just know. they just needed a couple of more doses of coach <laughs> or even their pastor, right, Glenn? Just somebody saying it's well, okay. It's okay. Instead, see, they want to make me look like a foot. They want to, folks, do you understand why they put these people in jail? They cannot, they got to make sure that nobody else does what they do. Nobody does that. Lock them up. Let everybody out there know, if you are going to go try to rescue a baby, you could go to jail for 30 years. Oh, hey, Clay, lies, deception. And fear. Oh my. Lies, deception, and fear. Oh my. Deception? Oh yeah, they wouldn't let him produce exculpatory evidence. Hearsay, that video. That was hearsay. Right out of the guy's mouth. It's hearsay. Hearsay. Can't have that come in here. No, that judge doesn't have any agenda, right? No, no. Because Christians won't get involved. So we get wicked, demonic judges, right? Song two. Come connect the dots. Clay. Well, you know, comfort seems to promote pe- uh, promote laziness, you know. Um, and when things are going okay, that's when you get lazy. Yep. And if you've got a piece of equipment or your house or anything, if you don't maintain it properly because you're getting lazy and, you, you know, and, and it's going fine, then eventually it's going to start showing signs of wear and tear and it's going to break down. And then you're going to have to do something to get it back in line and get it operational again. And what we're seeing in the United States right now is a lack of maintaining it properly. If we'd have maintained it properly and stayed on top of it, we wouldn't be dealing with all the issues we are now. And now God's, you know, that's just how things work out. Now it's it's waking us up. Clay, if you were to try to go out and change things, Clay, you would just be shining the deck on the Titanic. You'd be wasting your time, Clay, because this old ship's gone down. And so, therefore, don't worry about trying to make the ship look good or try to rescue the ship. Because, hey, Clay, try to get as many people on the ship as you can. Amen. Then we'll all go down together. It's it's craziness, friends. Christianity has become craziness. Moran. Good morning. And to and just to add to what Clay's saying, it's just this is what's happened to the family. We're not taking care of the family, you're the nope. church family, and your own family. Nope. It's deteriorated. And since there is no foundation of a family, and when Jesus walked into that temple and he flipped the tables, his his the sentence is this is supposed to be a house of prayer and back to to answer the question that you were asking why aren't anybody praying it's because everybody's made it a marketplace god is a marketplace it's not it's not a house of prayer it's not bearing one another's burdens it's not coming alongside of one another because you're supposed you're we're all told that if we don't do it by ourselves then you're then um you know, you're not doing what God told you to do because God can give you that. God doesn't give you more than you can handle. Yeah, sure. Yeah. He does. That's why his name's Jesus. That's when why I can't you need handle him. it anymore. I have to call, I have to call on the name of Jesus. And, you know, and, and, 
And I am sick and tired of people saying things. I mean, there are single moms who are who are lazy as all get out, but I'm not. And um, and and I want what you and I want you all to keep saying what you're saying because I don't sound then I don't feel crazy because I don't want to settle. Like Amen. the church is trying to make me to settle for what Satan's best is instead of what God's best is, Amen. and seeing real men rise up and fight, Amen. and they're not fighting, and they're not, and it's and it's boots on the ground. They're not kneeling to to um to communism and taking in you know football was is one of my favorite sports. Instead of men, men, men there are men rising to their feet and praying. Not, it's not about kneeling to the flag or kneeling to the cross. It's no. about rising up, taking up your cross, and following him. So thank you. So Ooh. you want to you see a bunch of men, you want to see emotion come out of men. Let somebody see on the football field somebody get blindsided and get knocked down, almost knock their helmet off. And the animal inside of a man comes up. Ooh! Not, not Christian men. No, no. no. Christian men want to pray for the guy who got hit. Dave Allison, come on in. Yeah, good morning, everyone. Hey, I wanted to give a shout-out to Clay Parker. Clay has got a great testimony, Coach. Uh, he had a he, – he twisted up Billy Fallon's uh, uh, life on his show the other day and helped get him set on the straight and narrow. So uh, kudos to Clay. He did a great job. He, yeah. you know, he, uh, Billy had a great uh, uh, awakening there on his, his program, so I appreciate that. But, Coach, you know, and, and I, I look at Clay there and the impact he had on Billy's life the other day. And I, the, the example I like to give is uh, we all know Billy Billy Graham, the name Billy Graham, but what we what most people can't identify is the guy that led Billy Graham to the Lord. They struggle with that. So who's more important, you know, and so folks mm. on the, in this the queue are, are doing some fantastic things. They are, man. They are. Amen. 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 Praise the Lord. Appreciate them all. Pastor Dale. Ooh, coach, man, here's one of them revelations, man. You know, uh, I'm not sure who was just talking about where it says, I will make my house, my house a prayer, but you've made it a den of robbers and thieves. And he flipped yeah. the tables. Yeah. We don't flip tables anymore, but we yeah. have made prayer the den of thieves. Ooh. We've made prayer the marketplace. What's in it for me? What can I get out of it? If I invest into prayer, what do I get on my return, brother? We've made prayer boy, oh the boy. marketplace. Amen. 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 Huh? Hey, greater love has no man than this, and he would lay down his life for his friends. Huh? Jesus laid down his life for us. We're supposed to lay ours down, but we don't. We don't do that. We don't do that. The Bible doesn't, the modern church doesn't teach us to do that. Say, oh, well, we'll go feed the homeless. You're not laying down your life when you go feed the homeless. You're, laying, you're feeling better. You're doing it because why? Well, it's good works, isn't it? Good works feel good, don't they? Huh? Christians are supposed to do good works. Oh, but not, not stop abortion. Not, not that kind of good work. Stop trade, drag queen story? No, not that kind of work. We want to give them a piece of bread. That's what we want to do. Jeff Klein. Roger, your hand's still up. I didn't know if you wanted to come back or not. Go ahead, Jeff. Coach, last night in the garage, we didn't have a pastor. So I got up Monday evening. Guess what I was on? Occupy. Mm. Oh, buddy, I I lit him up with it. I wrote down like 17 different verses. I went through oh. a few. I said, people, there's 46 in there. And one of the guys in the praise reports there at the beginning, it was like, well, God is in control. He held up his Bible. Yeah. I said, yes, he is. I said, but we're going to talk about that tonight. So we went through some stuff. I talked about the guy coming to the garage, standing in the big door with a gun a couple of weeks ago. I said, I went to that door because I didn't know what he didn't want. I didn't know if he wanted Jesus or he wanted Judas. I said, but I had to go to that door. If I got shot, I got shot. But so we got to lay our own lives. And we went through occupying. And then they were kind of woke. And then one of the ladies pulled the little he fob out with the footprint on it. She said, hold it up. I said, there you go. And then we talked about wherever you place your feet and about the millstone around your neck. Yeah. And then the last of them I had there, five of them, they all bought them, sold them out. So I got to get a hold of Craig, get some more. But that's what I talked about. I said, why are we not occupying? I used your line you used the other night. You know, you want to do it just, oh, God is in control. And then you go in your prayer closet and you hide. They said, is that what we're supposed to do? So it was a good evening, but they, they all love it. Hey, hey, folks, have you ever been, have you ever done anything where all of a sudden, 
the Lord showed up and miraculously rescued you. Maybe not from death, but some situation all of a sudden, huh? Say, wow, wow. He wants to do that in every aspect of our life. He looked, hey, God looks good. He looks good when he rescues us. Amen. We got to get in the middle of the fight to be rescued. Roger and Julie. Big Dave, Ralph Reed, um, distinguished between the failure of the Ralph Reed, Ronald Reagan, Christian trying to change government and what's going to change it now. It's not the same. Is that what you're saying, Rod? Yeah. If we think we're going to change it in the arena of Congress, we are foolish. We're foolish. Look look at the 10 years of Ralph Reed and that whole moral majority stuff. And look, it's gotten worse. So that's not the avenue to change. What is the avenue to change in your view? Uh, Individual discipleship and public demonstration of the gospel. That's that's what I think. Individual, local, public demonstration of the gospel. Standing up publicly. I I think we're fooling ourselves if we think we can get in bed with the politicians and they'll protect us and guide us. It was a total... It was a total failure as you look back with the whole moral majority and Jerry Falwell and Ralph Reed. They all tried to cozy up and be a part of the and, and it That's didn't right. work because focus it didn't on, work at where we are the, now. Focus on the scamly, right? Yeah. Family yeah. Research Council. I could go on and on and on yeah. with those phony multi million dollar they are hey, they are multi million dollar organizations. Mm-hmm. They're everywhere. And none of them will fight. Not really. Well, you know, it's like the backpack bill in Ohio. You know, the Republicans control everything. Couldn't pass it. Yep. Could not pass the backpack bill. Amen. So. Amen. Tells you all you need to know. Yes. Julie, then Tracy. Good morning. Um, yeah, I want to thank Jeff and Harry when we went to the garage a few weeks ago. Those um, little keychains. I went to a GOP meeting and there were several sheriffs running. And I handed that to them, and I did, told them the story and stuff, and they really appreciate it. So they're going to share the message. So thank you very much, and God bless you guys. Amen, amen. Yeah, but the uh, see, Christians don't demand righteous government from their leaders. We don't demand it. We're conservatives, Tracy. Um, just to go off of what Roger just said, um, I'm going to try to make this real short. But I have an elderly client who um, she pulled out a big stack of old newspapers um, the other day because she really enjoys the fact that I'm kind of like an activist and I'm telling her all these stories. Back in 1987, she fought the Ohio seatbelt law and she was all over the news, all over Ohio, went to the state house and everything and met with people. The same wording in those articles are the same thing we're still fighting today. Yeah, yeah, we don't want to win. We think a tie is a win. We think stopping the flow of evil is a victory. We're crazy. I got to show you one thing before we go here. Pulling up number four, dropping dead. Folks, I want you to listen. We're going to go to the end of the show on this. This is uh, 38 minutes of people dropping dead. Go ahead. We're not going to watch all 38 minutes. But I want you to know, double-vaxxed, booster, traveled, went to Mexico twice, did shows, meet and greets, never got COVID. Clearly, Jesus loves me the most. Seriously. So nice. So nice. Agora tem um minuto para a réplica. Em turno, vão poder ser atendidos de maneira rápida. Perdão, Claudio. Perdão, Claudio. Perdão, Claudio. O que passou? O que passou? Não. Por favor. Desculpa, a gente não está me sentindo bem. He joins us live in the studio. Alyssa, this really is the calm before the storm. Not again, no! Sabe por quê? Olha.
Hey, just hey. Oh my god! Oh my god! Oh my god! Oh my god! Guys, guys, guys! Oh, can we please get a minute? Guys, guys! Espectáculo, aviador, ven para acá. Cuéntanos un poquito. Ay, cuidado. Ay, Dios mío. No, he even while dancing, he collapsed and he died there itself. And this is the third such incident in the span of one week. Right side of your screen, that's Emo Isian. Sophomore guard stops, then slowly goes down to the ground. Players from both teams crying, looking on, and hoping their teammate was okay. Three wobbles, then he collapses. He is furiously performing chest compressions. Tranquillera, el Yenis Garrido se desmayó cuando trabajaba para él. This goes on for 37 minutes. Wake up. Your eyes are stuck. Hey, I got a feeling everything's going to be all right. See you tomorrow.